virus fears on California cruise ship. We have a number of passengers and crew members that have developed symptoms. Campaign pledge from Bernie Sanders. If Biden at the end of the process has more votes than me, he's the winner. Remarks labeled dangerous. You will pay the price. Aimed at the Supreme Court. Challenging the court on the courthouse steps. This is the CBS World News Roundup, presented by Capital One. Good morning, I'm Steve Kaif, and a 71-year-old man with coronavirus has died in California. It's the 11th death in the U.S. and the first outside Washington state. He'd been on a cruise ship that now won't be allowed to dock. Governor Gavin Newsom, who's declared a state of emergency, says everyone on board will have to be tested. We are going to be flying testing kits to the cruise ship. We are going to be sending those quickly back to the state where we'll be able to test very quickly. Leah Carlson and her daughter are on the ship where things are tense. I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home to my family because I don't want to take anything to them. Right. I don't want to take it to my city if I happen to have it on my clothes or whatever. I don't even know. Concern about the virus has forced school closings in the Seattle area. Local Amazon employees have been told to work from home for the rest of the month. In the New York City area, hundreds of people who had contact with known patients have been ordered to isolate themselves. In Washington, D.C., the House has passed an $8 billion coronavirus spending bill. CBS's Ben Tracy is at the White House. As the coronavirus spreads, the president continued his efforts to calm public fears, calling into Fox News last night. It's, you know, a very, very small number in this country. But he challenged an estimate from the World Health Organization this week that 3.4 percent of coronavirus patients worldwide have died. I think the 3.4% is really a false number. Now, this is just my hunch because a lot of people will have this and it's very mild. Personally, I would say the number is way under 1%. And facing criticism for a slow rollout of test kits, President Trump blamed his predecessor. The Obama administration made a decision on testing that turned out to be very detrimental. The CDC director said that under the Obama administration, certain labs were limited in their ability to conduct tests without FDA approval. But that was intended to increase regulations that had not been updated in years. The government says it is now distributing 1.5 million coronavirus test kits. And the Centers for Disease Control is now allowing anyone with symptoms and a doctor's permission to get tested. Overseas, correspondent Charlie Daggett is in Italy where the coronavirus has hit hard. New numbers here overnight have skyrocketed more than 3,000 cases now, 107 dead. Expanding regions in lockdown, all major soccer matches held in empty stadiums. You don't normally supply this. Forget hand sanitizers and masks. At a Rome pharmacy, we even found goggles and hazmat suits for sale. People are scared. People are worried. Yeah, yeah. The people are, are going crazy. To Iran, where in just over two weeks, cases have soared to more than 3,500. Though there are fears the outbreak is far greater. But Ayatollah Ali Khamenei has instead accused other countries of hiding figures. In South Korea, the outbreak has forced a shortage of hospital beds in the epicenter Daegu. More than 50 5,700 cases, making it the second highest in the world behind China, where the outbreak began more than 80,000 cases, 3,000 dead, though the only country where the spread of the illness has slowed down. Well, Bernie Sanders indicates if Joe Biden has a plurality of delegates and votes heading into the Democratic convention, he'll give up his White House run. In 2016, he fought Hillary Clinton to the end. 
CBS's Ed O'Keefe on the campaign trail. This idea that we didn't have a movement. Look at the results. Look at who's showing up. Former Vice President Joe Biden is calling his campaign a movement, while Senator Bernie Sanders acknowledges that his movement has struggled to bring out new voters. I think that will change in the general election, but I am honest, be honest with you, we have not done as well in bringing young people in the political process. Ahead of next week's critical primary in Michigan, a state President Trump won by just over 10,000 votes, Sanders is highlighting his differences with Biden. Michigan was decimated by a terrible, terrible trade deals. NAFTA, PNTR with China, which cost our country some four million good-paying jobs. Joe voted for those terrible agreements. Biden did vote for NAFTA, but the former vice president says he believes future trade negotiations should include input from labor and environmental leaders. The National Weather Service says the tornado that did the most damage in central Tennessee early Tuesday was an EF4, packing winds of 175 miles an hour. More than 20 people were killed. Reporter Alexandra Cohn says many of those who survived are now homeless. Volunteers like Joseph Talley helped clear debris. It's it's honestly life-changing to see something like this. Doesn't look like we're going to get utilities for a while. As Joseph cleaned up Tina Gallo's yard, she tried to find a place to stay. You're kind of in survival mode of trying to get everything cleaned up and figure out how to rebuild from here, really. A poodle she was taking care of went missing during the tornado. And one of the dogs got sucked out the window, and it's a miracle that dog got back unharmed. Holding on to the positive is how this community keeps going. President Trump fires away at a familiar target, Chuck Schumer. It's a disgrace that he was able to say something like that. CBS's Stephen Portnoy has more on what the Senate Democratic leader said. The remark came as justices heard arguments over a Louisiana law aimed at limiting abortions. On the plaza outside, Chuck Schumer said he had his eye on the president's two Supreme Court appointments. You won't know what hit you if you go forward with these awful decisions. In a rare release, Chief Justice John Roberts said threatening statements of this sort from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangerous. CBS News legal analyst Jonathan Turley. To be threatening members that they better vote in one way is an extraordinary and reckless act. A Schumer spokesman said the senator's comments were directed to his Republican colleagues, not the justices. But there are now calls for the Senate to censure its minority leader. An appeals court has acted on the policy that makes asylum seekers wait in Mexico for the U.S. court hearings. A new order blocks it in California and Arizona. The woman who was the original Rosie the Riveter has died. Rosalind Walter grew up in a wealthy home on Long Island before she gave up a chance to go to college and joined millions of other women on assembly lines, churning out weapons, warships, and aircraft for U.S. troops during World War II. She worked in Connecticut, driving rivets into the metal bodies of Corsair fighter planes. Her close-up in a newspaper column inspired a 1942 song that turned her into Rosie the Riveter. It became an anthem for hard-working women in overalls and bandanas. Rosalind Walter was 95. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Alex Trebek's hanging in there at 79. The Jeopardy host marked his one-year battle with stage 4 pancreatic cancer. He says it's been tough. Just 7% of patients survive a second year. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.